Support free speech and support the content by signing up at patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. This will help us create more content like new music from me, Chingo Bling, every month, like a new single every month in 2022. More videos, more sketches, studio upgrades, more pan dulce, more cafecito, and of course, more podcasts. Thank you guys. And of course, sign up for the newsletter right now at chingobling.com. Take action. Stay ahead of the censors. We can always get deplatformed. We can always get shadow banned. But if we can at least have your email, you can know where we're at, where we had to move to. Don't forget, join the Discord. That is the popping ass chat room we all have access to when you become a member of the TIA. That's the Tamal Intelligence Agency by joining the Patreon right now. Go give the podcast a rating and review on iTunes. It will help us out tremendously. And without further ado, Let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> you better go get a blanket. It's the coldest podcast in the game, baby. I actually have my little uh, green room throw. Nah, this is from the living room. It's cold in a motherfucker back here. This is RPT, Red Pill Tamales, season number 10, episode 124. All you haters, it is Wednesday, 19 January, year of our Lord, 2022. I'm your host, Chingo Bling. We got producer Rob. In the what it do? I almost brought you the baby's blanket, the really colorful one. It's whatever, man. You know what I'm saying? We, we, uh, you know, we bringing back masculinity. That's right. what I'm talking about with this little beige, light pink uh, colchita. But no hay pedo. Uh, let me give y'all some tour dates, man, before we get into this fire-ass episode. Yeah. Um, I listened to our... Uh, patreon exclusive episode and boy i was just i was calling out everybody it was good i was calling out everybody i mean i kept i kept talking in circles because i kept wanting to go back like nah matter of fact re, let, let's bring it back to these motherfuckers keep that same energy for these motherfuckers. did you before you read your dates did you read uh, that a long uh discord message from or the post from rhino cop mm-hmm. i want you to read it after you read your dates that's absolutely that's I, what people can expect from the discord and the patreon episodes i need to read it again yeah as a matter of fact uh legalized freedom tour is coming in hot february 27th we kick it off uh it was going to be february 17th uh in austin but that got pushed back so raleigh you're up first, February 27th. Then we go to beautiful McAllen, Texas, March 5th, Naples, Florida, the beautiful red free state. You know, uh, Swalwell like to kick it over there. That's right. Don Lamont like to kick yep. it over there. AOC like to kick it over Everybody there. Everybody and the mama. Everybody that be talking down on DeSantis. Naples, Florida, March 16th through the 17th. West Palm Beach, beautiful Florida, again. April 3rd, Tacoma, Washington, April 7th. We ain't done Tacoma in a minute. Uh, it's right next to Seattle. So hopefully everybody that's fed up with those policies can come uh, have a good time. Nashville, Tennessee, April 14th. I invited uh, Robbie Starbuck. You oh, follow Robbie? Yeah. And uh, he replied, he's like, man, I'm going to be out of town. But you know what I'm saying? Y'all turn up for me. Damn. Y'all have a shot on my behalf. And he's like, tell them to vote for me. <laughs> I was like, but hold on now. Hey, now, it's in a rally. Yeah, right. Corpus Christi, May 5th through the 7th. New Braunfels, May 20th. Abilene, May 21st. Lubbock, May 22nd. San Angelo, June 3rd. Austin, June 9th. Albuquerque, June 15th. We haven't done Albuquerque in a couple years due to the, the CCP flu. Um, where are we? El Paso, Texas, June 16th through the 18th. Irvine, July 6th. Ontario, July 7th. Denver, July 14th through the 16th. OKC, whew, haven't done that one in a while. This is a new club I've never been to. Uh, July 28th. Phoenix, August 11th. San Jose, August 24th. Brea, September 14th. Oxnard, September 15th. And if you have noticed, 
I have not read off any Texas dates. I have not announced Dallas area, San Antonio, Houston. So to everybody that has my back, especially my hometown, we will be announcing. When we announce these dates, I need everybody to share it, repost it. This is serious, y'all. This is serious. Um, When I announce where we're going to be at in Dallas and Houston, you're going to want to be there. Absolutely guaranteed. Intense music in the background. And I don't think it's going to be at the improv. So start guessing where we're going to take the uh the uh, chingo verse the pachanga but yeah man let me read what a uh, rhino cop left on the discord and while you find that message too when this episode drops everybody <clears throat> even though some of the ticket links aren't available yet because the clubs haven't provided those links yet we just have the dates and the times so you guys can put it on your calendar mm-hmm. the evening that this episode drops all those california links will be on the website so by 6 p.m sometime in the evening go to chingling.com and get those tickets early for all the california tour dates Dude, Cali be showing love, bro. Cali and them shows be packed. So I really, really appreciate it because they usually fall like on Thursdays and Wednesdays yeah. and stuff like that. So I really appreciate it. Um, all right. The Discord. The beautiful Discord. Here in the... Uh, we have multiple rooms. We have the general chat. I think we're going to start a room where like the general public is allowed. Yeah. It probably won't be as popping as the, as the private rooms, of, of course. course. Right? Of course. Uh, Rhino Cop in the general chat said... Allow me to share a few thoughts that have been on my mind since listening to RPT number 123, the podcast State of the Union, where Chingo talks about the mindless haters in the comment sections. How many people in America are impoverished because of their belief system? The older I get, the more I realize that poverty is not a number in a bank account, but a state of mind. Let that marinate in your soul. If you believe you are a victim, believe you are oppressed, made to believe you are unworthy, unable, unqualified, that no matter how hard you try, there are these external factors that will not allow you to succeed, then this will be a self-fulfilling prophecy. From Romans 12, 2, uh, chapter 12, verse 2, with emphasis added by me, quote, do not be conformed to this world with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed by the renewing renovating red pilling of your mind he added those things in the parentheses <laughs> why not try another self-fulfilling prophecy even if you are an atheist this is some powerful psychological shit just a few things god says about all people you are loved healed strong forgiven whole hopeful victorious powerful worthy righteous filled with peace and joy unspeakable how much more fulfillment would one get out of life I'm going to renew my mind to these truths and not conform to societal pressures, peers, politicians, media. that want to keep me in a mindset of poverty for their own comfort or political gain. Awaken the opposite of woke. Boy, that's a motherfucking haiku. God man. damn it. When I read that yesterday. I need to read that every morning. For real. <laughs> and then after that, Giovanni's response was, and this is why it's worth paying for the Patreon to be inside the group and getting the exclusive episodes. Hell yeah. Bro, wiggle this cord. Uh, which on one this, is it? That one? The bottom one. Hello, hello. Bueno, bueno. Okay. Yeah. See, Patreon.com. <laughs> we need new uh, We need new adapters on these yeah. headphones. Patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales also we did not hit our goal in december of a thousand patrons let's make it happen in january 2022 um also chingo has been revamped and renovated it now has a free members area all you got to do is set up an account you know we get your email but you get to see the exclusive behind the scenes videos every friday 
Yeah. How are the headphones? Are they on? Good. Okay, yeah, good. Uh, maybe turn them up a little bit. Oh, yeah. Are you, are you this Am I deaf? One? Yes. Yeah, that's you. That's you. Okay. Everybody's they're perfect. Everyone's like, y'all need to do a sound check. <laughs> Quit fucking with the knobs in between shows to where y'all don't have to reset. Well, Rob also produces my wife's podcast, Her Lounge Podcast. Yeah. So yesterday we had Sean in here, which was, he's an interesting guy. I hadn't talked to him in a couple of years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He does a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so we had Sean in here and then Sol and I did another one and then obviously we're doing these today. So, uh, yeah, a lot of things going yeah, on. Yeah, Sean is a hell of a trainer. Follow him online. Uh, they hacked his, uh, his Instagram. It was at agent Sean. That's what I thought. Yeah, they hacked it and fucked it up and did a bunch of weird shit on there. And then now his, uh, his account is at Cypher Demix, C-Y-P-H-E-R Demix. And, uh, he's a hell of a trainer, man. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, it might not look like it on me. But, you know, maybe once I start tightening up the diet. Well, you know what? Uh, if people go back to photos and videos of you from like five years ago, yeah, it's actually yeah. pretty drastic. At the time, yeah. I don't know if you even, uh, you know, sometimes you look at yourself and you're like, damn, that was me just five years ago. Dude, I was just unhealthy in every way. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at some old pictures of me back there, but um, just spiritually, emotionally, mentally, just like unhealthy, dog. Like just... Just, you know, one getting enough sun, one getting enough uh, sleep, nutrition was fucked up, and it was just like a guessing game. And then I dressed baggy, too, so it was kind of like you could just get away with love handles. You could just hide. <laughs> you could hide stuff, but, um, you know, fuck all that. You know, we bringing back masculinity. Uh, you know, we America first over here. You know what I'm talking about? Todos so, días. Uh, if you didn't see my, uh, by the way, see if I can catch it on camera real quick. If you're in the Discord, I posted the, the link to this Apple Watch band. Uh, we the People, it's a constitution, and it's got 1776 in the flag. This if is my you, favorite. If you want, hold it up to that mic. I mean, uh, yeah. that camera. Oh. Ahí está. We the People, and then the flag's on the other side. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice. Had to give that a shout out. Uh, I put the link in the Discord. It's only in the Discord. It's a small Etsy shop from the USA, uh, South Carolina. Uh, I got it as a gift from my wife, and she found a cooler looking one, just design wise, and then found out it was uh, Made shipped China. from China. She's like, I can't ship it from China. You know, I can't mm-hmm. pick one from China. She's so. like, This from Xinjiang. Can't do that. Uh, but yeah, that's a very nice uh, Apple Watch wristband. Yeah, I yeah, dig yeah. it. Uh, we were not going to read the list, but I'm going to read it anyway. Rob's like, we never talk about everything. Well, we don't always get to it. So I figured you had things off the top of your head anyway, and then we would get into those. Okay. Well, I have one or two things. Um, so there was a new poll that just came out. Um, Boris, e- Boris Epstein, 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 you know, he's always on the war room. Oh, right, right. And uh, he follows me on Twitter. So I feel, I feel very special, y'all. Make sure y'all follow me on Getter and all that type of stuff. So let me find my notes. Here I go. All right. So there was a new poll that just came out. (sighs) Groundbreaking. So in April of last year, 2021, 64% of the people that they uh, that they did the poll on thinks or thought that Biden won legitimately. Now, fast forward to today, 54% as of uh, I guess, what is this? As of December recently think he won legit that's like of the people that so they april polled. of last year yeah from april april of last year was 64 percent. it's gone down 10 points of people who think biden won legitimately, legitimately. Wow. that's almost half of the people think he won legitimately like it, it's a wrap um i didn't i didn't catch the name of the people that did the poll i think it was like show cooperman or something like that mm. i couldn't understand the spelling but 58 percent agree that audits were done 
in different counties and cities mm-hmm. due to fraud. So they asked the question, like, do you strongly agree or strongly disagree with this um, statement, which is audits were conducted in different cities due to fraud. And 58% said, agree. That's why audits were done. You know what I'm saying? Like, they had no problem with people trying to do a canvas and a legitimate audit. Um, there were, oh, here's another question. There were real cases of fraud that changed the results of the election. 40%, 47% said agree. And then only 41% said disagree. And then strongly agree was 30%. And this includes Democrats. This was like independents, Democrats. He's losing independents. Um, Pretty soon, he's going to start losing. Uh, when they when he says, I can't pay y'all's uh, college debt. Yeah, I can't free, forgive it or whatever. Your indoctrination bill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you wanted to go get indoctrinated, <laughs> and you signed up like an adult for that debt, and you want the deplorables. You want, you know what I'm saying, the electricians and the plumbers and the linemen and the, and the beauticians and, you know, the deplorables, the hardworking blue-collar people to pay for your indoctrination debt. When, when Biden says... Uh, sorry, y'all. I I lied. I promised y'all that I was gonna pay for y'all's indoctrination college tuition, and I'm not gonna be able to do it. He's gonna lose even more Democrats. So this is pretty groundbreaking. Um, yeah, man. Let that let that sizzle in your spirit right there. Yeah, right. Every day when you watch stuff, like I didn't watch any of uh, his MLK. I don't know if he if that video was from yesterday exactly or it when from, it was like, from. It was from uh, last year. Okay, but still, <laughs> it's even crazier that it was still, a year ago. He should have been more cognizant back then. But uh, yeah, I mean, let me just say this. I was on the way here. I was listening to. Andy No and James O'Keefe on Tim's podcast, Tim Pool's podcast. Bro. Phenomenal episode. You should go listen to, to it. It's very, very good. And um, it's just, you know, James O'Keefe speaks with this kind of like, it's just, he has such an affinity for like America and Americans and the truth. And, you know, he's been arrested. A real journalist. Yeah, right. He's been arrested twice, swatted by, or, or yeah, I mean, swatted slash raided by the well, FBI. Yeah, the feds went up in there. That's what the feds are worried about. Journalists. And going through his uh, phones to see his private lawyer communication. Yeah, and arguably, and then gave it to the uh, New York Times. Right, and arguably, all these people are in, are controlled by this old man, right? This this old man's administration, at the very least. And he explained, and I hadn't heard like when they took that diary from him. Let's suppose you know the alleged mm-hmm. diary of Biden's daughter, mm-hmm. whatever. I think her name is Ashley Biden. Yeah, or? I believe so. Um, that he was just, you know, they, they, he's banging on the door, you know, and they, I don't know if they broke in or he had to open the door or whatever, but then they, you know, push him up against the wall of his apartment complex and he's in his underwear. It's in the middle of the night and they show him this paper and the paper said like, uh, it was some kind of vague reasoning why they were able to, I guess, subpoena his personal property and come in here and raid him or whatever. But it was just like in possession of something, something. It was just like a really weird thing. But the whole point of that story is also that like, it's supposed to be against the law for a federal agency to to raid or investigate a journalist like that and then take their belongings. And it's just like crazy, creepy, Orwellian type of bullshit that's happening every day. Yep, so check this out. Speak on the same subject. Um, the feds, right? The feds having a real hard time calling this uh, synagogue hostage situation in the state of Texas a jihadist terrorist like the mainstream media they bury the lead like they'll just be like oh a british citizen right i was gonna say wasn't he a british guy but he is mohammed something or other and do you know why he held them no okay see that's and you're the co-host of red pill tamales the mainstream media ain't shit 
they're trying to cover up the fact. I don't know why they want to cover for jihadists. I don't know what their deal is. Like, they part of the, the squad with AOC and them. Um, also want to talk about, before I forget, speaking of this James O'Keefe and the feds, the Department of Justice threatened people who are going to go canvassing in, in Phoenix and in Arizona, like going up to like, like, hello, hey, did you vote in the 2020 election? Yeah, okay. Um, did you do it by mail or in person? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. do you know Johnson, Smith? Do you know these people? No, why? Well, they put your address. Did, mm. you, did you request a ballot for them? No, I did not. Okay, thank you for your time. Like canvassing, just, oh, this is an empty lot at the corner of- In Arizona? Yeah, so okay. the, basically the point, here's the point I'm trying to make. The Department of Justice- uh, Merrick Garland mm-hmm. is basically threatening people uh, who are volunteering to do the canvassing because it's the canvas, not the count. It's not about recounting fake votes, votes right? Because right. they just found out in Georgia they were rerunning, re- double, triple scanning uh, ballots. They already got caught. So these people got um, high profile lawyers, criminal lawyers for that. So y'all get ready for that. Anyway, back to the James O'Keefe. And um, did I switch over to the terrorist thing? Yeah, the terrorist We were talking about the guy in Dallas. Yeah, and the reason I bring it up is because the FBI, are are they more busy, worried about a couple grandmas that were at uh, J6? I know it wasn't all grandmas, but it was a couple grandmas um, as well. They're more worried about the parents that are domestic terrorists, the parents that go up there complaining, talking about CRT and, uh, and these, uh, not, you know, non-gender bathrooms and stuff in the curriculum. That's who the DOJ is worried about. That's who the feds are worried about, right? Mm-hmm. Now, when you have a real deal terrorist, I'm not talking about a Kyle Rittenhouse, somebody they call the terrorist, right? We're not talking about Kyle Rittenhouse. We're not talking about nothing like that. We're talking about real deal terrorists who purposely chose a synagogue, why? He, it, you know what I'm saying? That lets you know right there he's anti-Semitic, right? So the dude's name is Mohammed. How did he get a visa? He was already on a list. How is he sneaking in? Mm. And we don't... This is the most important part. Keep that shit out of our state. We, we not going to tolerate... We not going to tolerate none of that jihadist, terrorist stuff... In the motherfucking Lone Star, mm. bruh. Take that shit somewhere else. So we got to really clarify and make it known this was a terrorist dude. He was he was asking to have his sister, who's doing 86 years in prison, she's a terrorist. He was asking in exchange, uh, y'all need to release her. And she's in, she's in the clink for uh, killing or attempting to kill mil- U.S. military personnel. I don't know if it was on a base. I don't know all the details of her case. But the point is, this dude is a radical Islamist. Mm. I got got love for Islam. I got love for Nation of Islam. I got love for Muslim people. You know, beautiful, beautiful culture. I'm not mad at y'all. The radical Islamists that want to run up in synagogues in Texas and hold people hostage, we not playing that shit. So call it what it is, and we not going to have that on on our turf. Yeah, it should go without saying, right? Scrape the fuck up. <laughs> that's a problem. When we talk about shit like that, it's like, it's when we talk about the CCP or China, it's like the CCP, not the Chinese yeah, people. Yeah, no, not the Chinese people. Right? They're the number one victim right. of the CCP. The Islamic terrorists. It's not about all the people. Of under, course it's, not. it's about the it's extremists, not a, yeah. right? It's it's not it should about go without saying, but people will take this shit out of context any time of the week and say, well, you said all. That's not what we said. Yeah. But uh, I didn't. And know, I don't give a damn. With that, too. 
That's one of the big you things. Can, you can misconstrue everything. I'm letting y'all know we're not gonna tolerate that in the state of Texas. That's one of the big things James O'Keefe was saying too. Is like, look, he was uh, he did he goes just before this. I did an interview with like a Christian magazine or something like that, and you know he's, he's pretty conservative, you know, and you know fear like God fearing kind of guy. He goes, one of the questions was, what should Americans do, you know, uh, in lieu of all the things that are going on in our country, or whatever. He goes grow a pair of balls. He goes, besides praying, what else are you doing? He goes, I need, we need people that have spines that are standing for what they believe in and so on and so forth. I can't recommend it enough. I usually don't recommend other shows other than just our own, but uh, mm-hmm. that one was really good because, man, other than James O'Keefe, you know, Matt Taibbi kind of characters, Andy No, who is also on the show, there's very few people you can point to and say, they are risking it all. And I know not everybody in the world or everybody in the country is going to risk it all, but those motherfuckers need to be yeah, supported. Yeah, bro, they get attacked. They need to be supported. They get attacked, and and they and they get smeared at the same time while they're just trying to do real journalism. He was making a good point too that the media, despite you know we got CNN losing ninety percent you know of their viewership. Let's say New York Times will have you know whatever. Uh, what's the other one that? What's the one that Bezos bought? Washington uh, Wash- Post. Uh, yeah, Washington Post. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All those, you know, we might not think that they have a lot of viewership, but obviously they have eyes and ears, right, on them. And that he was making the argument that arguably they have more power than the three branches of government themselves because the government speaks through these media platforms. Big tech uses them and promotes their articles and their writers on their platform. So arguably these crazy radical left uh, publications have more power than all of the government put together. They say the worst lefty big city paper is the Atlanta... Uh, what do they call it? Atlanta. Is the Atlantic? Huh? Is it the Atlantic? No, 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 no. No, I'm talking about big city paper. It's like the Houston Chronicle of Atlanta, uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. but even more left. They're called uh, uh, the the Atlanta Constitution of Journal something. But uh, nice name, right? It's got a good ring to it. Yeah. So when they got so when they got caught over there run, running ballots, uh, rescanning them multiple times, it got so bad and like so known that this paper had to come out and do damage control of course hmm. for the democrats that's their whole purpose so they came out and were like uh due to like incompetence like sloppy like they were like there was no fraud it's like you're saying somebody accidentally and then there's a video of the girls rescanning it rescanning it and that's circulating hmm. so although many many people have seen the video of this woman rescanning the same ballot over and over again the atlanta constitutional journal whatever the hell their name is they they came out and did damage control. They said, oh, it was just uh, uh, by mistake, sloppy, but no fraud. Like, somebody must have lost track of a ballot or two and accidentally rescanned it. 200 times? Yeah, that shit ain't. Come on. <clears throat> the Safest same ba- and most secure election. <laughs> yeah, the most legitimate president in history. Um, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution? Atlanta News, Georgia News? AJC, that's what yeah, it is. Yeah, that's probably the Atlanta it. Journal. It's just the Atlanta Journal. Atlanta Journal. They call it uh, MTG. Calls it the Atlanta Journal Constipation or something <laughs> like that. But but check this out. Speaking of big city leftist papers, the Houston Chronicle endorsed. Guess who? Dan Crenshaw. Dun dun dun. Yeah, we need to do some more. How did they put? How did the Houston Chronicle push Dan Crenshaw? I don't know. We got to do more reading hmm. on, on Mr. Dan because we definitely have been fans of him over the years. And I know he served I, our country and all that jazz. Guess who's uh, 4th of July pool party? I will not be attending this year. <laughs> That's the fucking lamest. It's so funny for you to say that. I will not be attending your pool party this year, I'm sir. I'm not going to be. My floaties are staying at home. I met some nice people there that day. But guess what? I might have to have my own event elsewhere. And those nice people probably also won't be there. Yeah. 
Yeah. They're catching wise to what's we, going on. We ain't fucking with them rhinos, cuh. Cuh. No, I'm talking about. But yeah. So yeah, man. So yeah, anyway, the, the kind of the point of all that is just the, the media, right? Like you can't you can't take your eyes off of the power of these people, even though it seems like they're slipping and and they are, and people are paying less attention, and they are, but they still got the power. I mean, their messaging is bad, especially with all this like COVID stuff. It's like Okay, well, I mean, I guess you need a fourth shot. And now you got to show a health pass to get into McDonald's. And some of this shit ain't adding up. I want to get back to the media real quick and the importance of things like this show. But did you know HISD closed today? Why? Uh, rising COVID cases. And because Lena Hidalgo last week made everything a red level threat level, whatever the fuck it is. And they're reopening tomorrow. I'm like, these motherfuckers wanted a four-day weekend because they were off yesterday for MLK Day. <sighs> So who makes this decision? Is it the superintendent? It has to be the school district. Yeah, but it's, it's not be- the teachers unions. Um, I mean, wouldn't you guess? And we're just speculating that they have influence on that, right? It's almost as if Lena did it as a favor to the uh, teachers unions. Here, let me see if I can. I uh, believe I pulled it up. Lena, do nothing, Hidalgo. <laughs> oh my God, boy! Whew, Houston, Texas, bro. Boy, did we get lucky with that one. She's a beauty, isn't she? She's a doozy. She's a doozy. What about that one? What about Lena Hidalgo? It's not on my, uh, it's not on the computer, but I do have the article in my computer. Luckily, you know, your kid's not in public, HIST. Hell no. No, no, no. HIST campuses, office, uh, campuses, offices closed Tuesday due to rise in COVID-19 cases. Meanwhile, they had big-ass parades and stuff all over the city yesterday. What if they were like, government indoctrination camps, <laughs> a.k.a. HISD? Uh, Houston ISD announced there would be no classes for students on Tuesday, which is the day we're recording this podcast. The district said Tuesday, uh, the, t- the district said Tuesday is attendance mitigation day. Mm. Uh, the staff should not report unless requested by a supervisor, according to HIT officials. The reason for this is due to the rise in COVID-19 cases throughout the community, not in the school, in the community. Mm-hmm. Recently, Harris County Judge Lena Hidalgo raised the COVID-19 threat level to red. <laughs> this, is how, this is the way they phrase it, which is the highest and most severe level. She can't wait to get another color. She's like, can I get like fire red? Can I get mountain orange? Keep, yeah. Can I get sun, volcano orange? Yeah, uh, students are, student staff will return on the 19th, which is the following day. As HISD, this is the best part, as HISD will continue to follow our ready, set, go protocols for the safety of our students and staff, the district's web- website said, we will continue to monitor the situation and send updates as necessary. No mames. Yeah, basically. The no mames report. Uh, yeah, now I'm just, I hadn't scrolled down to the comments. People are just So it like, sounds like they doing? had to do paperwork, basically. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess. Yeah. And uh, yesterday, uh, the, the clip of Biden saying that uh, George Floyd's death had a bigger impact than Dr. King's assassination. He had a bigger impact. Yeah. Globally. He, Think he, about it. He phrased Think it like, it. not even Dr. King's uh, assassination had a bigger impact on the world than George Floyd. I was like, what? It's like, bro, why you got to throw Dr. King up in this? Yeah, he wasn't no angel either, which, by the way, if you've never heard all the, the crazy behind-the-scenes stuff of Dr. King, no saint. Such as what? Extramarital, extramarital affairs? And stuff? Yeah, you know, I mean, the whole orgy thing and oh, the drugs. orgy. Yeah, he, uh, I mean, this is all very well documented. This is all like- I ain't know about no orgy. In the National Archives. You can go research all this. Like Either way, he was a great man, Robert. Hey, man, I'm not saying he wasn't. He fought for great things, but like anything else, you can't- you can't just, you know, throw a blanket over him and say he was great. Well, yeah. I mean, nobody said King was a perfect angel. Yeah, but at the same time, we're having parades and statues are up, right? 
And this is this is the argument so I hear. So you're saying don't make a statue of Dr. King because he had an orgy a couple times? I'm saying if we're tearing down statues of uh, Thomas Jefferson and George Washington, why aren't we doing that for anybody that had a checkered past? Uh, maybe because uh, Democrats like to use race and um, and Dr. King. You're totally right. As uh, you know, what I'm saying. So here's what I want to say about this man. The FBI tweeted. Some positive stuff about Dr. King. Oh, Dr. King, today we remember Dr. King, this and that, and oh, MLK. Boy, you know how many people retweeted, like, is that why y'all spied on him, wiretapped him? You know those come out in 2027? The taps? All the audio from that, yep. When he was uh, giving advice, I believe the way it was phrased, he was giving advice to a friend of his who was raping a woman in front of him. Advice. Yeah. That's how it was phrased. Oh. So 2027, I believe, is the year. Uh, you can read all about this in the National Archives. Here, here's, okay, so now the FBI was out of line trying to tweet about Dr. King. Absolutely. Everybody called him out. And then, um, fuck, I forgot what the hell I was going to say. Um, so they tweeted it and people are coming at him. Is that why you wiretapped him? Is that why you spied on him? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I made you lose your train. No, of it's okay. It, uh, it wasn't you. It wasn't you. Um, but yeah, it'll come back to me. So, speaking of Atlanta and Dr. King and all this stuff, um, Metro Atlanta CEO commits suicide. Did you hear about the story? No, sir. Pretty crazy. Um, I don't know what it has to do with anything other than he's a CEO, powerful guy. Um, you know, the city that he's operating in probably has a lot of things going on right now. So, Metro Atlanta, is that like their bus trains? System? MARTA? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. And, and they have a CEO for MARTA? Yeah. So the Atlanta Public Transport CEO, 56, dies of suicide after stepping in front of one of his trains. Whoa. Yeah. He used one of his own trains? Yep. So the Atlantic Public Transport... He must have been stressed out of his job. Exactly. Jeffrey Parker committed suicide on Friday night after stepping in front of a train... And he knew the the schedule, too. ...on the outskirts of the city. 56-year-old Parker was was attacked on Atlanta's East Lake Station at 10.30 p.m. A Metropolitan Atlanta Rapid Transit Authority uh, official told the DailyMail.com, the motive of his suicide has not been announced. Um, The medical examiner's office and sheriff's office did not immediately respond to requests and comments from the Daily Mail. Uh, yeah. Pretty fucking crazy. Huh. Okay. So I'm not sure what that got to do with uh, politics. Well, it's interesting that Unless he was, he's like, I knew something about the ballots. <laughs> he was attacked, you know. He he the city that he operates in has gotta have, you know, its own crime issues and I don't know how, how it operates, but it's just like it's this constant uh story of like of crime rising in every city. And you said he was attacked for the rising crime? No, no, no. He was just attacked. It says he was attacked on the East Lake Station at 10.30. So I guess that was just before he committed suicide. That's weird. I know. It don't sound like it was really suicide then. <laughs> uh, maybe he was thrown in front of the bus. Right? What you mean? You attack? Well, they do trains too over there. I don't know. Was that that was a bus? Yes. This was a train. Okay. so They he, do buses as well. He jumped. Yeah, yeah. Marta. Yep. Um, what, uh, you listen to Outcast at all? No. One of my favorite, oh man, one of my favorite songs by them, they referenced the martyr. And you know what? We just got to take a little music break before we go into um, uh, the new, they got a new law. They want to install kill switches into all new cars. You know where this was buried? You want to take a guess? What do you mean? No. You want to you guess where this law was buried that people didn't see yet? Uh, in the big Green New Deal thing, in, in the, the Build Back Better? In the infrastructure bill. So the quote-unquote infrastructure bill, which is like not even a penny going towards the wall. I don't know how many bridges. They they, they misnamed it a uh, 
uh, what you call it? Infrastructure. Infrastructure. Every president has an infrastructure bill, right? Every president has like their infrastructure goals for the country. And then they always put shit in there. Is this it? What's it called? Elevators. This is one of the coldest beats, coldest songs, one of the coldest groups, coldest producers, organized noise. But they they mentioned the Marta. I just want to hear them say Marta. <laughs> They're from there, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course, man. They're AT aliens. AT aliens. Yes, sir. Two for the show. A couple of years ago. Okay, I don't want to get dinged on YouTube. Well, too late. Patreon.com forward slash Red Pill Thamales. Support the podcast. You think that'll ding us right there? A thousand percent. Two seconds? Two seconds. Get, you get like half a second. Oh, that, that was also like 20 seconds. Let's be real. No, it wasn't. That, you said two seconds? Come on, guy. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry, y'all. When I used to, what did he say? It used to roll in the martyr through the hood. Anyway. I like it. So, what type of big government, large government overreach? So, I mean, talk about talk about big government overreach, bro. Like, I'm going to let you finish, Rob. No, go ahead. But I want everybody to think about, like, especially if you, if you enjoyed like, being a 17-year-old, 16-year-old, however old you were when mm-hmm. you first started learning how to drive, first started driving, if you enjoy driving, you're not one of these new kids that is looking forward to the car driving for you. Think about when you had the freedom to not have a kill switch in your shit. So they treating everybody like we're all like on um, DUI cases, right? Like where you got to damn near blow into the thing. Yeah, and I think that was actually one of the justifications for it. Did you know that? What are they saying? We're going to cut down on drunk driving? Yeah. So you could. So they're going to put AI in the car to alert some kind of like main motherboard CCP style central uh, surveillance to be like, AI is going to be like, this guy's driving, like he's drunk, he's swerving, and then turn your shit off. You know, I didn't think of it that way, but yeah, that's probably how it could go, right? Yeah. So this is from Yahoo.com, Yahoo News, uh, so take it for what it is. To many, it might sound like a wonderful idea. After all, we've uh, we've seen wanted criminals who have tried to flee, which that is pretty crazy that we have so many high-speed chases still that go down, right? Especially in South Texas due to cartel activity. That's also true. Who have uh, fled the police from only only to crash into a car with a family inside killing innocents. Then this is how they spin it, which it is true. Like, yeah, that does yeah. happen uh, as they try to avoid capture. Being able to stop the pursuit early and almost instantaneously seems like a wonderful thing, a potential lifesaver any law-abiding citizen would, would enthusiastically embrace. And then they go on to say that... Um, Who? What publication is this? This is Yahoo News. Oh. And then according to the article written by former U.S. Representative Bob Barr, hidden away in the recently passed infrastructure bill, the very one I warned you, I guess the writer's saying this, before would negatively impact drivers across the country, uh, if it were to pass, is a measure to install kill switches into every new vehicle, truck, SUV sold in the country. The regulation likely won't be enforced for five years. Everything gets pushed off. Remember the gas tax we talked about a couple months ago or like a couple weeks ago? That's one of those things they're like, it's, we're testing it in a couple major markets. It won't go into effect for about five to whatever years. Uh, so maybe there's still time to do something about it, they say. So it's a pretty long article, but you know they give a lot of reasons. And I know the, the drunk driving one and the, the fleeing cops was another one. But I mean, come on. Here's what I think. Here's my guess. I know they're calling it a kill switch, but the way I described it, it's going to involve AI, some type of surveillance. And an app. And it going to central, like, basically, here's my point. Your car is going to be connected to the internet. Mm -hmm. There's probably going to be a microphone in that bitch, right? Because think about it. Don't you want to just say, Alexa? I mean, there already is, yeah. You could just talk to your car? Yeah. 
You could talk to your car. You just tell your car what to do? Yeah, because a lot of it, when you sync your phone to it, your phone's synced up to the car. Oh, okay, okay. No, I'm talking about like, I saw this documentary uh, on YouTube. I think it was like DW, the people make them documentaries. And it was a dude, basically, he went to this CES uh, like tech convention where they're promoting all these new products and they're all like hooked up to the internet. They're right. all like smart. The smart toaster, right? The smart fridge, <laughs> yeah. the smart toilet. And, and he's just like, why do I want my toilet to be connected to the internet? And they're like, well, you know, it's going to study and understand, you know, when you're in this space. And he's like, to like what? Tell it to play music? It's like, well, yeah, it's not really so much about the toilet. It's about the space and the lighting and the this. And, and why is it connected to the internet? It's like, well, they're going to be able to alert you of health things. And, and you know what I'm saying? Like this one lady who won the... Uh, like a prize there at that CES. Dude, she had this device, right? Let me hold it. Let me hold this up. <laughs> Whoa, Jingo, what is that, huh? I'm I'm about to tell you. She had this little <laughs> device, right, with a, with the pull string, right? It looked like a little vibrating egg with the little pull, right? And she basically she called it the keg, like kegels with egg. Sure. Okay, so the women would stick it up in their, you know, Virginia, up in the <laughs> vagina, and it's gonna collect data about that environment, if you mm. will. It it'll beam the data to to uh, I guess to the cloud and the internet, and this data will be analyzed to give the user information such as um, fertility stuff, um, I guess menstrual stuff, like just health. So that's how they're selling it. Like, oh, you're gonna put that in there, and and I don't know. Let's go do blood work. Well, this is this is the argument. Uh, when she won the prize, won the money, they were like, um, they said, fertility doctors are going to hate you. The women were saying, like, fertility doctors are about to go out of business. Like, basically, you're going to be able to, the sales pitch is, you're going to be able to get all this data and information. The same way, like, I have that sleep thing that gives you the data points. Oh, yeah, why you so, sleep. So the point is this. It's, I'm using that woman's example. Uh, project or whatever a prototype but the point is is that data points on everything i mean all the device alexa like they're they're gonna know more about you than you know about you like 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 there's a joke that's like facebook knows when you got to go do number two you know what i mean because they could tell when you stopped and they know your patterns just like the gps be like oh are you headed to the jujitsu class right now because it's tuesday and right it's when, this time and they start giving you directions you get in your phone it's like seven minutes to your, yeah and it's gym. like how the fuck you know i was going to work <laughs> right. or whatever right so all these smart devices air quotes they're collecting data right metadata all this little data and it's hooked up to the internet and a lot of times probably going to some company that's tied in with china or something um or even mark zuckerberg you know so that when it's time to create this digital avatar of yourself they're going to know more about you than you and here's the kicker um the little device the el 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 ese metal a lot of these devices, they got to go to China to get them made. Like, there's one city, uh, I think it was like Xing, Xinjiang. I can't, I don't know. I feel like you said the same thing yeah. for every city. No, that's Xi'an. That's the <laughs> other one. 
Xinjiang, um, where they make a lot of this stuff, right? So the lady was saying, she's like, I had to get my prototype made over here because they'll make it in a day. They have, it's like a big flea market where every booth, like picture where you're at. Yeah. You're the face of the manufacturing company that might be in the countryside. So you walk around this big old like flea market, but it's, this guy has the, the chips. This one has the transistors. This one has this, this and that. So you just deal with one person and say, here's my prototype. I need you to make it, you know, okay, what does it do? Okay, it has to hook up to the internet. Okay, does it do this? Does it do that? Okay, bet. And boom, they can have it. They can make it. And they showed them, they showed them like making it. Like, okay, this is the part that does this. Here's the little electrode, electron. Here's the part that collects the data and so on. Do you have any, any of those kind of smart devices? We have some things like um, the the scale, uh-huh. the weight scale that I use. It's not all the way hooked up and connected to where it's like synced up to the app, so that you can know, all right. you know, about the weather and um, are you dehydrated and you know how many pounds have you lost. So it's just a basic scale. And then we have this um, this lamp speaker that IKEA put out in partnership with like Sonos or something. Oh yeah, like Sonos that. are great. Yeah. However. I think that bitch be listening to everything. Well, you can talk to it, right? Uh, I'm not 100% sure, but I know it links up. Here's what pissed me off about it. It only works with Spotify, mainly. Which and I, I think the best. My, yeah, but I thought it was going to be like a speak. I bought it because I thought it was going to be like a, a Bluetooth speaker, speaker. Yeah. lamp that I can hook up to. Not an AR smart receiver. Not an a exclusive. AI, rather. Uh, no, I didn't know it was going to be an exclusive Spotify speaker. Like, what the fuck? I can't just get on Apple Music and listen to Elevators by Outkast. I got to be on Spotify. Here's a plug for that uh, Spotify car thing that I sent you the link of. It's out now. I'm going to get one. It's a little the radio. Little, yeah, a little serious. Remember, the, we're like, yeah, it's kind of like the hardware that you used to get from satellite radio, mm-hmm. but it's Spotify specific, mm-hmm. or it's only Spotify, and it hooks up to the data from your phone. So once you get in your car, the idea is, they're already growing as a po- uh, podcast platform, so all of your music, all of your playlists and shows will just be on this uh, Spotify car thing, they call it. It has like a little screen and you just touch. Yep, yep. Hmm. Pretty fucking cool. 80 bucks, too. You can't beat it. Hey, uh, I was going to pull this up now because it was just going to be an extra thing, but what are they going to do with all the people that you know they have all this information on that go against the, uh, the narrative? I'm going to restart this clip. What are they going to do with the people that go against the narrative? Yeah, they go against like the government and they, like, like you and I. Yeah, meanwhile they have us tapped with all the fucking technology in the world and then they yeah, know they about put us. a kill switch on your car. Already have concentration camps in the United States of motherfucking America that they've been building for four years now, and the question is, who in the fuck is you finna put in there? Dude, he's got a bit for all the shit we've been talking about years ago. He's like the Alex Jones of comedy. Hit pause real quick. Okay. This pause, that, that kind of pause. And we're back. Uh, I had instant coffee and it does something to the synapses in my bladder. So, uh, yo, run that joke back, bro. Oh, fuck. I hope I was okay, don't worry about yeah. it. Uh, and then you, you posted another Cat Williams joke when he's like, all of that medicine is still fucked up and weed is still illegal. And he's yeah. just saying like, he's like, uh, they give you one thing for one thing and they give you a side effect and... Yeah, he's like, they've been building 400, they got over 400 FEMA camps all over the country. My question is, who the fuck are you going to put in there? You already know who. The deplorables. <laughs> and, and didn't we just have a topic about that a couple weeks ago where they were talking about using FEMA 
for what was it oh no it was uh well biden wants to have more military and fema people to to help with hospitals or something yeah well marjorie taylor green brought that up about crenshaw saying that we should use fema to assist in right is that not not what it was yeah mtg called him out too i love mtg oh man dan so yeah looking good for the fans yeah nah man he and he he endorsed liz cheney dan crenshaw saw that stood up took a bullet for liz cheney like whoa that that right there he's been pretty i mean he's been open about pro being pro, more pro-war than most other people would and why for money well the industrial I mean, complex military industrial complex comes from an oil family as well you know mm. how do you want to get into politics and then be a rhino uh well look at everybody in there now they've been doing pretty good for themselves for decades yeah but like the energy of american politics is all under populism nationalism maga america first you know what i'm saying yeah. like so i don't know what's gonna happen between uh you know trump and DeSantis. so that that's gonna be an interesting one um river oaks doctor suspended from houston methodist overviews on covid19 vaccines to file lawsuit attorney says yeah, I think we referenced her about a month or so ago. I'm going to let this ad play before I play the audio. But um, it's pretty interesting. And we got to talk about COVID because we're living in this world where it's still all about Houston fucking COVID. Methodist over her views on the COVID-19 vaccine. It's a story that made national headlines. And tonight, there's a new development. Dr. Mary Bowden announced today with supporters right behind her that she plans to file a lawsuit against the hospital system. KPRC 2's Mario Diaz system. live in the Upper Kirby area with this illegal move and his high-profile story. Mario? Daniela, the attorney for Dr. Bowden reached out to me here in the last 30 minutes. He says that the lawsuit has been filed. He doesn't expect it to post until tomorrow, though, officially due to the Dr. King holiday. But this all comes in response to what Dr. Bowden did two months ago, and that was speak up and question the way the COVID treatment and vaccination process was being handled. Doctors can't be scared to question the narrative. This is the position Dr. Mary Bowden says she and over 16,000 other doctors worldwide have had over COVID vaccines. Part of a shifting movement developing, she says, involving doctors who feel differently about the approach to early COVID treatment. I think ivermectin needs to stop being such a dirty word. Uh, I don't understand why that's become it's such a safe drug. I don't understand how it's become so controversial. Dr. Bowden believes in ivermectin so much, she had her latest recipient stand beside her at a news conference this morning, fully recovered after recently providing her high-dosage tablets designated for humans. The only people I work for are my patients, and I treat them the way I would want to be treated. Now, two months removed from her suspension by Methodist and her resignation for publicly revealing her beliefs surrounding COVID treatments and vaccines, Dr. Bowden announced she is filing a lawsuit against Methodist. Because they have not responded to my requests for information, I've decided to take legal action against Methodist. The case is to be filed within the next 24 hours, according to Bowden's attorney. And it boils down to Methodist not being transparent over COVID cases and the stats they have compiled involving the vaccine. Two of their key core values are integrity and accountability, yet they won't share their data with us. Yeah, that's suspended, bro. Yeah, man. Just for some tweets and talking about her, the way she treats her clients or her patients, right? And this pre-early treatment conversation that just continues to get swept under the rug. People still ain't doing shit. If you go to the hospital, they'll test you and tell you to go home. 
you're likely to get some extra strength Advil or Tylenol or whatever from them. And then when you get better, or maybe you develop pneumonia because you have underlying conditions, then they'll treat you with whatever the fuck. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. And, and they cock-blocking the uh, monoclonal antibodies. Still. They're defaming some of these other medicines. Um, I think it's a testament to the fact that our, um, like, she's about to be like David and Goliath. Yeah. She's about to go up against this huge medical conglomerate, right? Mm-hmm. With probably way more lawyer money. It's big bank, take a little bank. And it's just it just shows you how, like, our society, like, of course, yes, we need hospitals yes we need modern medicine quote-unquote science right not science with a dollar sign uh, of course we need doctors and and even big pharma you know they got some couple thing thing or two that might help you out of course you know they might have a thing or two it might have a side effect you know you might you know walk around like a flamingo like cat williams was saying but um it just shows how like not that we become overly dependent but like they've gotten so big you know what i'm saying like the system is set up the incentives and everything is set up to where they got the doctors by the nuts. You know what I'm saying? The doctors can't even do their own thing. Like, you know what? No, this is my patient. I'm going to go ahead and give him ivermectin prophylactically. There's no downside. There's no side effects. Everything's, you know what I mean? Like, I want to do early treatment on this particular because it's case by case. This person might be elderly, comorbidities. I want to make sure. Let me put in a request for the monoclonal. Like, it's like their hands are tied. How many people... Uh, entered the medical field because they wanted to be helpful. They wanted to be useful. They wanted to like be, you know, practice medicine. But now it's like you have to just follow, follow protocol from this large business conglomerate. Yeah. And it's crazy because people are being duped. They're being duped every day, right? They're being told one thing on, let's just say, terrestrial radio for the most part and on the news. And it's funny, the guy that was on the on the screen, whether the reporter guy, he's walking through the office with a mask on and the doctor is like, doesn't have a mask on. And that, like, that constant messaging is there. Like, don't forget though, we're telling you about the story, but wear your mask and yeah. blah, blah, blah. It's just really crazy. Like the subliminal messaging that's in all of these different, for the most part, not all, but a lot of them is follow the rules you know we're still telling we're telling kind of telling you what's good what's what's you know the uh, underneath the rug they're trying to sweep but also wear your mask dr bowden she was the one that's down there river oaks oh she's in river oaks there was another doctor i could have swore that was like um bay area or something that sounds familiar but but then again her name sounds familiar so i don't know i'm getting two different doctors confused but um i mean houston's a big medical town right besides being like energy and oil huge and things like that big medical yeah i mean our medical center you know the the cancer center all that stuff man it's like i think it's like top two or three in the country yeah yeah and it's just unfortunate how like narratives politics media big pharma all plays a role to where you may not be getting that tip-top service that you normally would get from your primary care physician now it's you, and before it's it's you. Instead of it being you and the primary care physician, it's you, and what the fuck did the media? What did the CDC say? What did Fauci say? What did federal bureaucrats in DC say? What are the guidelines? What did the CEO of this business medical business you work for? What are they pushing? So all of a sudden your hands are tied, and you're probably miserable. You're probably like, man, I. Pfft. The fuck did I sign up for this job? Yeah, and you you sound, I mean, not you sound, but like when one goes against uh, medicine or quote-unquote science or whatever, you sound like a crazy person because if it wasn't for 
arguably big pharma science, doctors, medicine, uh, you know, people wouldn't have gotten this far. We wouldn't have made it to 2021. So it's not like we're shitting on, on medicine altogether, but it's, it's really evident that there's money being made here and people aren't being told the truth a hundred percent. They're not being transparent about the numbers. They're also, the consequences are you're losing jobs. Yeah. You're losing your livelihood because you just want the truth to be out there. And it's not that we're against medicine and of course vaccines not, no. and all that. Of, of course, course not. not, because we're we're backing up a doctor. Yeah. Is, isn't she medicine? Or all of a sudden, she's just an idiot now. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So Like two years ago, she was, you know, tip-top Magoo number one. I yeah. want to go to see her. And now she's suspended and she can't practice? Suspended. You know, I dare not use the word discrimination, but a lot of people... They'll smear you as like a crate, like you said, a kook, like, oh, this crazy uh, QAnon Trumper or something. And you fuck around, get demoted at your job. You fuck around, get discriminated against at your job. You fuck around and all of a sudden your percentages changed or availability of you being able to work there changes all coincidentally. You know, and I think a lot of these doctors too are finding out whether they did go through with it and got, were able to keep their job or they didn't and they lost their job. That even if you kept it because you did what they were told, there's still no guarantee that you're going to have that job next month. You're still another yep. number on the payroll. You're exactly. still another number on all of their sheets of people that work for them. Exactly. So the only thing that's keeping them there is, let's say you work for Methodist, your, so, your social contract belief or your belief in the social contract that I did this because you requested it, therefore I get to keep my livelihood. Next month, they could change their mind and fire you anyway. Correct. So when I announced uh, when I announced where I, where I will be at for the Dallas area and the Houston area, yeah, <laughs> I need y'all to back me up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hopefully we can uh, have some specifics about why that's happening if it actually happens that way. I don't know if that's still one hundred percent. If there's been word for many other venues where you could possibly perform uh, as of today, what I don't you know. mean? Like if it's set in stone that it won't be where it usually is. It's, I mean, it's looking like it's not going to be. Where okay. it normally is. So Dallas area, Houston area, perfect segue as to what we were just talking about. Yeah. A volcano erupted in the middle of the Pacific. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man, if y'all really got my back, man, if y'all really about freedom, you know what I'm saying? All of a sudden, all of a sudden you demoted and shit. You yeah. just demoted and discriminated. Um, <laughs> a volcano erupted in the middle of the Pacific, brother. Did you see all those uh, satellite videos? It was like, boom with the mushroom yeah dude this thing it's just a yeah. gif of different uh views of it mm -hmm. look how fucking nuts that looks dude i had a dream did you penis on swing you dude i had a crazy dream oh i did too was it about tonga no keep going okay mine was about tonga that little island over there by hawaii it was you know how dreams are random and like context is missing yeah and i remember us being like just somewhere and then it was like oh we're gonna go meet up with somebody i can't even remember who like maybe one of marisol's aunts or somebody like oh they dropped a pin over there over here in hawaii so we're gonna hop on this little boat and go to where this pin is and and somehow we we were in tonga we landed in tonga and it's like oh shit hawaii's still over here and then now you see now we're like in a hotel and you're seeing like the waves crashing and it's looking kind of crazy and the boat was little and it's like damn how do we fuck up the map and why are we in Tonga? We still got to get to Hawaii. And then I think I woke up thinking like, why was I dreaming about Tonga? <laughs> Dude, instead of Tangas. 
I'm so glad you brought that phrase. I didn't put it in my notes on my phone, but I'm glad you brought up I had a dream because I also had a dream uh, over the weekend. I went to go visit some of Don's family and we had to stay the night there and I never get good sleep. I rarely get good sleep when I'm at someone else's house. It's just the way it is. Also, the bed wasn't comfortable. Um, well, the next day we make it home and then, you know, I slept in my own bed and I was tired as fuck because I just didn't get good sleep. And you always get these wild, crazy dreams when you're exhausted and you just like crash out, right? It was me, you, George Lopez, <laughs> and Jerry Garcia at backstage somewhere. You guys were about to perform to do a show or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, me, George, and Jerry are in the back in the green room. And you're walking through the green room to like where the stage is. And you give George Lopez the cold shoulder. And George is like, come on, man. I thought we were over all that stuff already. And you just keep walking. And I was like, if you just apologize, you could probably be cool again. And I was like, bitch, I'm the future. And that was the dream. I was and, like. And right before I walked out, I was like, Jerry, funnier than you anyway. <laughs> Jerry's very funny. But dude, funnier than George. What a wild dream. It felt real as fuck, too. Like, that was a conversation. That's gonna, it was like a premonition. Yeah. When I kicked it with uh, Lunell, she was like, hey, I, t- I texted my friend George that uh, I was with you. And then he said, and that George hit her back, was like, I think he said some disparaging comments about me in the past or something. <laughs> and I was like, huh? I was like, what? When? And then later, I found like a rap where I said something like, Bitch, you cannot cancel me. This is not George Lopez. And I and I I just I think his show had got canceled. Ah. And I was just like, I'm never getting into stand-up. Like George Lopez don't know who the fuck I am. That's or hilarious. And I use it as a bar. Like, uh, bitch, you cannot cancel me. This is not George Lopez. So in a way, it's like I was talking about cancel culture before cancel Speaking culture. Speaking of songs that go hard in the latest vlog, Chingo included the the track that we played briefly on actually it was a Patreon episode. So a lot of you guys didn't even hear it. A lot of you guys didn't hear it. This show was fire. I had it in my browser just on repeat for like that, you know, 60 seconds that you used it for your workout. Dan, you might have uh, memorized it. That's pretty good. You might know. Uh, <clears throat> let me show you the second verse, bro. Oh, that's right. You added to it. Let me see if I can. It's a rough mix. <laughs> we don't play that terrorism on my turf, cuh. Leave that jihad shit over there, blood. Um, yeah, man, keep real talk, man. We, don't, we ain't finna play, man, bro. The way this story should have really went down yeah. is some of these motherfucking cowboys went up in there and saved this uh, rabbi and beat the fuck, like, beat the brakes off this terrorist, like, 
tortured the dog shit out this terrorist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Made an example out this terrorist so that terrorists could be like, death to America. We're going to... But don't, not in Texas. No, 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 no. Not Texas, not Texas. We're going to bring death to America, but we're going to do it somewhere else. Not in Texas, not in Texas. Like on some Trump shit. You know how Trump would always talk like, yeah. we're going to be, you're going to be hit harder than you've ever been hit before. <laughs> and you're going to get hit the hardest in Texas. We need to get that word out. So I, I, I know they killed the terrorists, but this shit should have been done in a more symbolic way. Right. So that that shit... Wherever the fuck they like uh, in Afghanistan, they've created a terrorist state, bro. Like there's people, the 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 um the Afghani people that were, uh, I guess, abandoned, right? Along there's still Americans left behind. Let's not forget. Yeah, it is January 18th, 18th, and there are still Americans stuck behind enemy lines. But um, that situation should have got dealt with so symbolically and specifically to where word would have got back like oh this is a new breed of americans no 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 these texans you know what i'm saying like the same way hollywood likes to paint us as you know country bumpkin uh, you know idiots yeah but it's the opposite because guess what especially in the music business like we've been talking about owning our masters and now all of a sudden all of a sudden in 2022 oh we hear it's a good thing to own your masters so you could actually get a penny off that fucking stream it's like oh who, who who was doing that first us country bumpkins who had a who said that like who who would say something that seems so like all of a sudden oh aha i just had a they didn't know because um the way i guess the way information is exchanged amongst like in an industry amongst uh artists the way artists compare notes it was mainly the texas guys and maybe like some bay area people um independent minded people Uh that were like you must own your masters you got to own your masters especially since everything's going to uh streaming and the percentages that they're paying like 0.0001 sliver of a penny per stream to where you got to get like a million streams to get like a nice big check or whatever um anyway now people are like oh i think it's a good idea to own your masters i want to talk about that on chingo chat after this what the rhetoric was to those that all the majority that were duped into not believing that that was the best route well everybody was so thirsty for a record deal that they would sign anything just for the immediate like 360 deals right. where where the label's getting a piece of your merch and your touring and your everything yeah uh what do you want to end it with we got uh i mean we've talked about it briefly the uh the china thing you brought it up like two weeks ago and now the I just, hemorrhaging fever yeah I, I don't i didn't know what it was somebody actually had sent this to me um last night so i just put it on the list but i don't know if you had heard anything about what's going on in china in uh xi'an where that's where the uh what do they call them the terracotta mummies or the soldiers terracotta yeah, soldiers? yeah yeah yeah, uh-huh. yeah and it's like the western part of china which was part of their old school um it was symbolic because i think during the mao dynasty or something Mm -hmm. it was a representation of how far their uh, belt road whatever they called it back then silk road okay that that whole thing but um i don't know too too much about it man just just the fact that uh they got something going on over there and they're not being very transparent about it and the genocide games the olympics um are right around the corner and America needs to decouple. We need to like quit fucking with them because they're killing Americans every day with the fentanyl that they're sending over here, not to mention the virus and so on. Um, so when people always ask like, well, why'd you vote for Trump? But why Trump? But why Trump? I'm going to have my answer so fucking down pat next time I'm on a podcast and they ask me that shit. And one of the main things is 
China, and the CCP. They don't play fair, and Trump is probably like the first candidate in a gazillion decades that was going to stand up to these people, renegotiate the trade, start to decouple. He was trying to bring uh, microchip manufacturing to Arizona. You know, a lot of the arguments that you don't really hear, even from a lot of independent journalists, is uh, things outside of like, <clears throat> things outside of what would we call it, maybe uh, staple talking points. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, we have the economy as far as like shipping and ex importing and exporting and, you know, e economical terms. But a lot of the things that I'll hear from time to time underneath the radar is that in order for a superpower or a country, to keep up with like the way it's phrased is like I guess I don't know a competitor or somebody who might supersede that superpower is becoming more like that more like them and that's kind of what it feels like the United States is becoming like they're like okay China's the number one enemy slash competitor slash potential threat we need to be more like them what are they doing to harness this power how are they growing so fast right controlling their people doing xyz like suppressing information silencing independent thinkers all these different things it's really crazy that like that is slowly happening here <clears throat> yes um, I mean, just look at the the amount of surveillance, social credit score, right? All that stuff that the CCP is notorious. Like they rule with an iron fist. You got to check in everywhere. They probably had the kill switches on the car already. You oh, know what I'm yeah. saying? Like all this stuff that these California politicians, New York politicians. I mean, having to check in for a whopper. Like, you can't even walk into a McDonald's without showing your health pass. I mean, our nation's capital, bro. You and I are not welcome over there. No. You know what I'm saying? You're unvaxxed. You're not welcome at our nation's capital. <laughs> that, that's, that's major, bro. Yeah. You're an American citizen. You can't even go uh, uh, petition your government. You can't even go attend. Like, I can't take my kids on a tour of D.C. Um, but this is what I want to end with. Uh, Chef Gruel who I believe is like libertarian or mm -hmm. something, uh, podcast alumni. They had him on Fox News. And let me see how long this clip is. It's a couple minutes. But basically, bro, he makes the case as to like, he basically says, I know this sounds hyperbolic, but I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing bread lines in America. Mm. So let, let, me, let me play it for y'all real quick. This is him saying it? Okay. It's wonderful to be back. Thank you. Okay, Time Magazine talking about this issue. Uh, the headline is, Profit Doesn't Exist Anymore, says after nearly two years of abysmal profits, restaurant owners are being hit by a cascading series of new challenges, inflationary pressures on key ingredients and paper products driving up their operating costs. A global supply chain crunch has stymied delivery of everything from cream cheese to chicken wings to portion cups for salad dressing. And the entire hospitality industry is struggling to hire and retain enough employees to operate. Chef, how does that translate to real life everyday operation that you try to keep your restaurants going? Yeah, and I think that just scratches the surface, actually. And I'm, I'm so glad we're talking about this, but this has been an issue for over a year now. So I know that it's a hashtag on Twitter right now, and there's a lot of funny memes out there, but they don't even capture even the slightest bit of reality that we're facing on the ground. Let me just explain a little bit of kind of what's happening from a 30,000-foot perspective here. What, what, what You know, we're, lo we're losing the labor, but we're also losing the ability to get our hands on the products. It's not a matter of profit, as you say. It's a matter of being able to 
even sell something. When you have inflation at the level that it's at, workers' wages obviously are not worth as much as they are. A lot of people are stepping out of the workforce. The price of goods has gone up exponentially, way beyond just you know what we're seeing in terms of inflationary percentages. And all of the massive distributors, right, they're dealing with fuel costs doubling in terms of gas prices, and they're capturing all of the products or whatever's out there and available to buy. And then they're basically starting a bidding war against a lot of the larger multi-unit restaurant groups. And it's a matter of, okay, who's going to be able to get their hands on it? All the small to medium-sized businesses, they can't even get their hands on these products. They're lucky if they've got food to sell, let alone labor to actually distribute and sell the food, give the food, you know, servers, whether it's the cooks, whoever it is. So now you have the bigger corporations picking winners and losers. Add to that the mandates, right? It's mandatory. you got to wear masks. Well, guess what? What a coincidence. The price of masks has gone up 100% if they're available. Now you're talking testing. Everybody's talking about Omicron, but oh no, there's no testing kits available. So we're dealing with that. So supply, demand, the inability to actually have any of the products to sell. So profit is way out the window, especially when the dollar has lost so much value as it is through inflation. Well, New York One um, has this report. It says the last two and a half months have marked progress, evidenced in part by near 40% in the number of long-dwelling import containers sitting off the docks at Los Angeles and Long Beach ports since November 1st, the busiest container ports in the U.S. That's specifically on supply chain. Are you seeing any light at the end of the tunnel? Are you getting any benefit from what they say is an improvement at the ports? Those are manipulated numbers. You see, what's happening right now is, is that no one's going into the port of Los Angeles because they know that it's such a boondoggle, so they're going to all these other ports, or they're just completely canceling their container ships. I just spoke with my one of my seafood guys today. He said he lost an entire container full of seafood because they said, eh, screw it, we're not going to ship it to the United States. Look, this also underscores the fact that we need to domesticate our own supply chain. So much of what we're buying is coming from overseas, and when China's shutting down ports because of one COVID case because they're going for this insanity of zero COVID, or at least pretending they are, then we're not going to get any of those products to begin with. I've been saying this, and that's why this isn't all just about the current administration. We've needed to be able to buy local, produce local. I know there's comparative advantage to buying something from this global supply chain, but now here, here we are in a situation where we can't even get food on the table. And in many cases, not to be hyperbolic, I'm afraid we are going to start to see bread lines if we don't get this stuff figured out. Mobilize, get these containers out of the ports. What a fucking shit show. What a fucking shit show. And also, let's go out on this. It's going to get cold as fuck again here in Houston, in Texas in general, and then in Houston. Uh, If you haven't been preparing, like we've been talking about since October, do so now. Because these last few weeks of uh, January and then the coming February, it's going to be very cold. Shit's already, uh, even here in Houston, where we have HEBs and Kroger's galore. We have distribution centers galore. If they don't get their shit, we don't get our shit. If we don't get our shit, we're in trouble. Yeah. Not trying to be fucking hyperbolic like Trev Gruel said, but it's true. If you don't have some shit stacked up, like simple food wise and paper and all paper toilet paper and all that, you're fucked. And if you lose power, you're gonna be cold as fuck. But look into a generator, you're but, right. But but not not to mention, um and I want to talk to you about generators in a minute, but not to mention the fact that they this administration has these vax mandates on the truck drivers. You know what I'm saying? Now they're trying to train eighteen year olds and stuff. So, you know, you had the freeze in the southeast from like Nashville, from Tennessee to South Carolina down to Georgia, whatever. You had that big freeze. I don't know if that slowed down truck drivers trying to, you know, move stuff throughout. Uh, Virginia saw some snow, and that created this huge thing where the people were stuck on the freeway. Uh, for a long time. For a long time, including trucks with supplies. And then you got people breaking into trains. Can you pull up the clip that Trump used as an intro? Uh, somebody said it had, like, Undertaker music or something? Oh, Yeah. 
Um, That's what I was trying to tell you when we were at uh, Urban Air, but we couldn't get it to pull up because yeah, the I've signal been, was I've been wanting... Yeah, I've been having a hard time. I've been wanting to see that clip. And what I was that from? Do you remember where he was? Was he Arizona? Arizona. Florence, Arizona. Trump just did a rally. Uh, Trump was the only dude that was being tough against Russia and China, mainly China. That's my biggest concern. Um, he wanted to ban TikTok. This is where we were prior to, uh, you know, the 2020 election. You know, banning TikTok uh, or forcing them to sell to like an American uh, company, um, you know, just to get to keep the CCP out of your bio, biometrics. Um, but that's where we are. That's where we are. Chef Gruel, very smart individual, says, I wouldn't doubt it. That you start to see bread lines. Bro, what's going to happen to all these small uh, mom and pop restaurants? Like, how are they going to be able to survive and compete? Dude, they can't. They can't. Like, where are their profits going? They're having a hard time getting labor. People leaving the labor market. Uh, it's a shit show. Meanwhile, you got Pete Booty Judge, the, the person who they put in charge Pete Buttigieg. of our transportation and supply chain during the biggest challenge America has had with their supply chain. This the dude y'all put in charge. He has no experience. He was the mayor of some little town in Indiana. And then he goes on parental leave for the longest. The the, the southern border is wide open. You know what I mean? They about to tax your 600. All right, we about to pull up this clip. Is it playing audio? I'm the audio. There's no audio yet. Yeah, see if you can find that clip, boy, because I can't wait. Legalized Freedom Tour. We kick it off in North Carolina, February 27th. We're hitting Cali. We're hitting Albuquerque. We're hitting Phoenix. We never really said why uh, the, the Austin one isn't first. Does it matter to say or just that uh, it's not? Oh, yeah, actually, it's very relevant to what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I didn't know if you um, could or couldn't. No, it's very relevant. So basically, the people who are taking over Cap City Comedy Club, they're from... They're from another state. I believe they're from the Carolinas, I believe. Okay. And a shipping container mm -hmm. on a truck, which was going to have all their equipment, all their sound and stage and lighting and speakers and all this stuff. It didn't arrive on time. So you have all kinds of delays and it's affecting even comedy clubs. So new club in Austin. They're about to open up. And uh, so I'll be in Austin later in the year. And like I said, my Texas dates... Anybody tuning in right now, if you're from the Dallas area or Houston area, stay tuned for a major announcement. We're locking in details on, on some venues. Locking in details out on some venues. It will not be the improv. We're not going to be at the improv this year. Not the Houston improv or Addison or Arlington. I pulled it. I found it on Rumble, but uh, for some reason it didn't have audio at the beginning, which is uh, really weird, but I found it on YouTube. Oddly enough, mm -hmm. and I'm going to try to get to the part where he comes out. And, and I'm pretty sure my political views don't have anything to do with um, why I won't be. We don't know yet. Yeah, okay, that didn't have anything to do with it, right? Yeah, we don't know yet. But uh, y'all, it's, 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 it's going to be tantalizing once we announce where we're going to be. So you do not want to miss my Dallas appearance and my Houston appearance. I may possibly be filming in Houston for a special. Is it going to be hard to find? No, no, no. I found it. I'm just trying to... There we go. I found it. Can you pull it up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is someone else's stream, so I'm going to just try to sift through it. Tune. 
country. Joe Biden's unstable. A fumbling, idiotic. Uh, uh, excuse me. Confused, lying fool. <laughs> uh, they're playing the Undertaker theme song. Reaching its highest levels in 40 years. 40 years. This is the other guy's feed, by the way, guys. We had a very disappointing job number, less than half of what we were expecting. Oh, boy, I'll tell you what. The price of food, the price of gasoline, the price of toys and plastics and steel. Joe Biden's weakness and failure on the world stage is as undeniable as ever. Yeah. Man, we need to get this clip clean. Yeah, yeah I need to find that clip. Man, if I hey, if I post that on my Instagram, there's no telling how many more show announcements and venue changes I'm gonna have to make. <laughs> <clears throat> now we'll post it on the what did he said page. Follow at what did he said if you don't already, which I'm sure all of you already do. Patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. If you've ever been on the fence, like if you listen and you tune in and you know you're a loyal listener, we appreciate you. Um, if for whatever reason you haven't been, you know, convinced to mm-hmm. want to go ahead and uh, support and directly. Support direct, you know, via patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. Now's the time. I feel like Dr. Bowden. Yeah. And I don't want to say too much. Not yet. But if you have ever been on the fence of like you don't like seeing people picked on and bullied, you know what I'm saying? And 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 demoted and 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 fired and suspended or whatever else happens to people, right? um censored deplatformed everything shadow ban you know what i mean like we need your support patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales um that is a powerful clip i need to get a hold of that i'm we're gonna dig it up and uh and i'm surprised it's not circulating even more i know i'm surprised you know donald trump jr or somebody didn't like haha check this out yeah because i know it's edited and i know like it's not all biden's fault there's so many variables you know, the pandemic and there's a demand and, you know, the way fuel prices work and, you know, the beef industry and da 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 And, well, you know, you got to factor this and that. And this man is in charge. Stop covering for him. At the end of the day, he's in charge, right? I was going to say, after you finish giving all the excuses, which we'll probably majority agree with, we're still left with this guy's in charge. And, yeah. and, yeah, this regime. And hiding, though. It feels like he's never there when he needs to. And it's almost like, to go back to, like, uh, what do they call Cruz last year when he left? Cancun Cruz, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were like, what the fuck do you expect Ted Cruz to do? He's not going to, he's not aligned. He's not going to go fucking fix the electricity. In the same vein, some people might say, well, like, what do you expect? Well, he's the president. Yeah, and he ran on the promise of, I'm going to I'm gonna shut down the virus. And it's like, no, all you're doing is creating a two-tiered society with your vaccine mandates. You're trying to federalize that. You're trying to change the way our elect- Elections work talking about voters' rights. Who can't vote in his head? Who's not able to? In his head, vote? he's still like in 1950. Yeah, well, obviously not because he ain't had nothing to say for MLK Day besides you know George Floyd, George Floyd, George Floyd. But um, thank you for finding that clip. Um, thank you guys so much. Like I said, patreon.com forward slash red Stay tuned for some major announcements. Check out chingobling.com. Join the newsletter, it got a whole revamp. There's a member section now, but uh, we would love to see you on the Discord very soon, chopping it up. So we appreciate it and continue to be a force multiplier and share the clips. Y'all be good. Be safe. Peace.